0: Every day living in this new world One two, many days to me. Cheers, Mama. Cheers. How'd your day go today? It was busy. What'd you do?
1: I did a lot of inside stuff, just catching up. It always takes a day to do that.
0: I'm asking because I feel like I didn't see you at all today. I spent my entire day outside. We are experiencing our first decent snowstorm of the year, yep. which always requires a lot of cleanup. So I have been plowing all day.
1: Yes, you have. Giggity um yeah by yourself so you've been plowing and we've just been getting the animals ready we are facing some record cold temperatures
0: it's gonna be a brutal week
1: negative 30 is what it's saying negative Fahrenheit.
0: 30 lows for overnight lows which for this area i mean it, it gets cold but that those will be the coldest temperatures in the four years almost four years that we've been here now by far yeah. not even close
1: yeah that's ridiculously cold so we've got chickens rabbits sheep horses I saw this warning that was like, bring your animals inside. Then I look out at the pony and the big horse and I'm like, "Mm, I feel like this is for people that live in a neighborhood. Not going to (laughs) happen. We can
0: only do what we can do. I spent the entire day, day, like I said, uh, moving snow around, just trying to stay as organized as possible. Because if you're not familiar with having to do this chore, what happens is the snow will break down throughout the day. It kind of melts and becomes really difficult and heavy to move. So. I try to get that done as quickly as I can, and then I just was buzzing around with the tractor, getting bales of hay, Mm -hmm. moved to different uh, areas for all the different animals that we have to take care of. I'm hoping everybody endures and makes it through this cold spell. Me too.
1: Me too. It definitely has me worried. This is really cold. Our horses, well, at least our one horse is from Arizona. He's going to be like, what is this?
0: Crazy temperatures.
1: Yeah, crazy temperatures. So hopefully everyone survives. We've done what we can. I will say, that though, that wait. in the
0: process of being out there in pretty miserable weather, it felt good. I, I was thinking to myself, I told you the other day, too, when I was cleaning up in in the shop, just mentally checking out, working on task after task after task to get things tidied up and organized around here. It's been feeling great. It, it's I had a thought to myself while doing it that this is the life and lifestyle that I dreamt of back when we were you know only dreaming of this entire idea. Just,
1: yeah.
0: It was nice to take a moment to acknowledge that and uh, realize that we're doing it. Yeah, we're living our dream.
1: Living the dream out there and doing the chores. Negative temperatures, <laughs> but it's such
0: a beautiful surrounding, you know. And it's peace yeah. and there's it's so quiet around here when it snows and when it does snow. I like to look around. It's just it's such a beautiful setting, and yeah. a, we're so blessed to be able to live the life that we live.
1: Yeah, it's very intentional living, which is nice. You have to actually think about things like keeping. Things with a life alive and stuff, you know, <laughs> it's, it's different. Alive. It, yeah, like it really you have is. to make really intentional choices, and your choices matter, and your action matters, and whether you want to get out there or not, you have to. And I think there's a lot of good to come from that.
0: You have to be very checked in, and it's it's nice to to put everything else aside and be very present and listen to what's happening around here, and <laughs> even if it's just a peace and quiet and taking a mountain view. And so I don't know, we we, we live such busy lives with all that we try to get done around here. It's nice to. Get you know, or make and prioritize a little chunk of time to, yeah, look around and appreciate things. Yeah,
1: so. I think we're gonna have some cabin fever this uh, week. Oh, but I'm there. Yeah, I'm
0: most definitely there. You came in here with a stack of notes, so I know you have something pretty intense and aggressive oh, to be no, uh, discussing that's not here. Important. What are we
1: doing? No, it's not really important. I was, uh, we were talking about dating with our kids earlier. Uh, well, we always talk about dating and like finding a life partner and all of these things. These are discussions that come up you know what eli asked me this week Hmm. which was so funny so (laughs) the mind of an eight-year-old he was like mom like he really had something on his mind like this was super important and then he was like mom like i had to like stop everything i was doing like this was an important question he's like when you're on a date and you go to a restaurant and there's a bench on one side and chairs on the other side do you sit together on the bench or do you sit across from each other and I'm like, like on a date, and, I'm like, and he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, unless she says sit next to me, you sit across from each other. It'd be weird if you sat next to her. And he's like, <laughs> do I give her the bench or do, and I sit in the chair or like it, he was so like I need to know the answer to this because he is so he's concerned about like going on a first date and like if he takes the bench and like he was supposed to take the chair. So I was like, well, I guess you should offer her the bench because that's more comfortable seat. He's all darn. It's so <laughs> funny. He has
0: a mind that totally plays out these hypotheticals <laughs> to where everything is such an intense. Yeah. Like he completely overthinks these very basic oh, he's and simple totally decisions. Oh, he's totally
1: overthinking this. At eight years old, he's yeah, wondering He cares. where he, to sit on a date.
0: He's always asked us like, how do I find my wife?
1: Yeah. Like, how I know I, she's
0: I, out there somewhere, but how do I track her down and make sure that we end up together? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a lot of pressure.
1: I know. And he's like, what if she dumps me? And I'm like, <sighs> well, what if you dump her? I would never do that. <laughs> I'm never going to dump anyone. Like,
0: <laughs> the mind of an eight-year-old, soon to be nine-year-old.
1: Yeah. Like last night we were all having dinner and what were we talking about? Oh, I was talking about when you and I met and you told me that you weren't ready for a relationship. like on our second date you were kind of like i you know i'm not looking for a relationship and he just looks up from his dinner he's like i'm always looking for a relationship (laughs) it's so so funny when he interjects like that he's so worried about it like he's like i have to lock down a wife like right now yeah he's a worrier he should it's funny because he's not it's
0: not even that he's worried per se he just feels like things should come with an instruction manual you know what i mean yes
1: everything has to be just so yeah like he's not a good like "Well, we'll see what happens buddy he's like no
0: <laughs> i need to know how this works somebody <laughs> needs to tell me
1: and <laughs> make sure he wants and he wants to do everything perfectly so he wants to make sure that he does not screw it up yeah which it's so cute like if he sits next to a girl like the marriage is it going to be over so. you think
0: that's a natural byproduct like he was just born with that he was just ingrained with this natural curiosity that he has for to like such an extreme or do you think that's because of uh, he's a product of his environment in the way that we've done things over the years.
1: No, I don't think it's his environment at all because we have other kids that are total like fly by the seat of their pants, kids like, whatever, go whichever way the wind blows. Like total free thinkers, it'll work out. It'll always work out. And then Eli is like, oh my God. Like (laughs) I have to work it out. Yeah. Ten years in advance. So cute. So anyway, speaking of dating, we got into this crazy conversation earlier because I was listening to quite a few different buzzes around the internet about how, buzz, buzz. I know, about how people aren't dating anymore. So maybe Eli does have something to be concerned about.
0: (laughs) It's funny because you brought that up and then simultaneously, not simultaneously, coincidentally is the word I was trying to find there. Um, Coincidentally, I just heard something else, I think on somebody else's podcast about how men and women ages 20 to 30 are no longer dating.
1: 18 to I, 30 yes I, I
0: 18 to 30 yeah yeah nobody's doing that anymore that the ritual as we've come to all recognize it of hey i'll pick you up at this date and time i'll take yeah. you here and there's kind of a set expectation of how things will go that's yeah. no longer occurring apparently
1: yeah young people are saying that they're label-less so there was like this whole situationship thing but now they're label-less and which means like basically we're not dating we're never getting married but we can hang out mm. and i just and be affectionate oh i'm sure yeah I think that's pretty much the only thing that they do want from the relationship. But yeah, there was this whole study done and people 18 to 30, it's like 50% are single now. Mm. 18 to
0: 30. Is this in the US?
1: Yeah, in the United States. And I just think that's crazy. And then they asked like a bunch, they went around to colleges and where young adults hang out. And they asked all these guys, same, same demographic, 18 to 30. When was the last time that you walked up to a woman and asked her out? Right. And half of them, 50% of like hundreds of guys that they asked said that they haven't in 12 months walked up to a woman and asked her out or approached her, asked her name, asked for her a phone number, nothing. They're, they're no longer even approaching women or they're not trying anymore. And
0: you're saying that this is cause for concern.
1: I think it's a massive cause. It's a cause for concern. Why do young people right in that prime of of getting married and having children and starting a family, why are they, they're not interested?
0: I don't know. I can only speak for myself and my experience during that period of time, but what's the reasoning that they're giving when asked to elaborate?
1: So it kind of, it depends on gender. So the women are saying, well, we're not dating anymore because what do we need men for? We're now making just as much in the workplace, if not more, there's a lot of women that are now outpacing their male counterparts Mm -hmm. in different, like in the same jobs. So now the women are becoming more career oriented uh, they're becoming higher educated. They're kicking butt in the workforce, so they're like, "What do we need a man for?" They're so not going to cook it's and clean. A
0: blurring of these these traditional gender roles. You're saying for women?
1: Well, the guys. A lot of the guys that are no longer dating are the more successful guys. The ones that the women want Focusing are the ones on that are career like career and themselves,
0: and yeah, very self centered way of thinking.
1: Yeah, I think it's more of a it's more. There's a lot of risk aversion with these young kids. Mm-hmm. Like they don't they don't want to be turned down they don't want to go out on a limb.
0: Yeah. Nobody does. I yeah. mean, nobody, nobody has a natural desire to be like, Hey, I want to be shut down and turn, turned down all the time and take a hit to my ego. But it's, there's so much to be learned from those experiences, but, which is what makes them so valuable.
1: Yeah. And these people there, you know, all of these people were raised in the age of the internet and everything being really quick, instant yeah. gratification. And I think that that's really hard to achieve with Old school way of dating, getting to know each other, going on that first date, asking him out, waiting for him to call. Like, that's not how young people are doing it anymore now. It's like, what's yeah. your snap? Then they stalk all your Snapchat friends. Then they start talking and it gets weird online really quickly before they ever even go on a date.
0: And We've already discussed this kind of ad nauseum here on the podcast, but, you know, we we brought it up with Nevaeh and she kind of gave us an explanation mm-hmm. from her younger, more youthful point of view. And, yeah. and I mean, she has some valid points in there, you know, it's like it kind of takes a lot of the legwork out of the process of trying to figure out who somebody is you can kind of scout them out ahead of time and get a rough idea based on how it is that they portray themselves online anyway you can pick up on you know the things that they are interested in hobbies their their friends their family that get some idea of who it is that you're dealing with
1: but she's still trying to date and like people that are doing that are still trying to date like these guys these 50 percent of single guys that are 18 to 30 that are really successful and doing really well in their jobs and they own homes and things like that. They don't want a woman because what a lot of them said, feminists are going to hate this women are going to hate this answer. But this was an honest answer from these high achieving young men. Mm -hmm. They said, women don't want to be traditional women anymore. They trad wives. Yeah. They don't want to cook. They don't want to clean. They don't want to have babies anymore. They want to be out in the work. What do we need them for? He's like, and the one, one guy was like, what do we need them for? We, we work all day. We come home just for them to be at our necks about doing stuff. Like I don't want to answer to anybody. So how do they
0: feel that time? Otherwise, are they just focusing again on themselves and their careers and stuff like that? Or, or a why?
1: lot of them, it's not that they're not like, I don't know. So, I mean, there's a lot that are out there still hooking up, but there's some that just aren't at all. They're completely abstinent. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of virgins in their thirties now where there didn't used to be. Yeah. And they're just totally content with that. It doesn't worry them. They don't, care
0: I've got so many bad jokes running through my head right I know now. <laughs> I
1: know yeah like the 40 year old virgin was like this movie and it was like oh my gosh and now I don't yeah. think that that's that uncommon like well 40 maybe but
0: I do think it's it's concerning because it's just another little sign or symptom that that society is sort of breaking down it seems to always kind of come back to this for me but if you have an entire generation of kids thinking that it's more worthwhile to either remain abstinent or conveniently hook up with their co-ed counterpart, mm-hmm. it, uh, if marriage becomes a thing of the past, if, you know, you get a population that winds up in decline because people just don't want to deal with it. This is me now running on a, on a crazy tangent. But I think, you know, play this out another 50 years mm-hmm. and where do you think we're going to be? Technologically, we're going to be so become so advanced that people are going to want companionship from... A, a computer program or ai or a robot that may exist at the time and i know that sounds absolutely crazy but l- literally who's to say at this point
1: online dating sounded totally crazy it too did. when we were kids when, if somebody said that the, oh my mom and my stepdad online people Nerd. would be like he's a serial killer like for sure 100 percent serial yeah. killer like it was considered so weird and now, so foreign yeah, it's it was. It was so weird. But now it's like half of Americans admit to using dating apps.
0: You think you'd resort to it if if, if I if I passed away tragically never. and you had to find yourself a replacement me? No. Good luck to you. I wouldn't you, even, don't, you don't think you'd resort to one of these apps?
1: No, I think I'd become one of the demos that was just remain single and content with that.
0: That's what I'm talking about, Mama. Yeah. I could never about.
1: replace you. No, not i replacing daddy. I mean, I can't speak to it, but I don't think that I would try to enter the dating world or try to start again or anything like that. I think I would just be like, I'm buying a bunch of horses. I don't have a single person to tell me no.
0: I want to believe you so badly right now. I so want to believe you.
1: know you. how I like to collect <laughs> farm animals and stuff. And men are always the guys that are like, no, you can't have a mini cow. No, you can't have another horse. No, you can't have 14 Miniature sheep. I don't know that's
0: a tough. That's a tough situation. So, like to use your aunt, I hope it's okay to, to reference your your aunt went through this life circumstance and she kind of maintained that attitude yeah. attitude throughout and uh, mm-hmm. seemed to live a very happy and full life. As far well, as I know, correct? Yeah, her
1: husband passed away and she just didn't want to bring um, another man into her children's lives. So she made the choice to stay single.
0: And I think that makes it entirely different. I think if you did not have any kids, kids, then yep. then I think the inclination would be more so to find somebody mm-hmm. else
1: but to yes, spend the rest of your life with. I think as long as I had kids in the house, I'm a very particular person when it comes to our children, right. and it's different with you because you're their dad, but if another person were to step in and then try to parent them or father them, positive or negative, I don't think that I would be okay with that.
0: I think it would just take a very special person. I mean, if I'm, tr- I'm trying to put myself in that
1: If you ever replaced me, I would haunt you.
0: I don't think I would. Number one, because I'm just, I don't have it in me. I'm not that kind of guy. That's not what I do. And, uh, and our children
1: would never accept a different mother.
0: I think I'd be so emotionally wrecked. Everybody's already seen at this point that I'm, I'm pretty emotionally fragile. So if something horribly tragic like that were to. We
1: just stay single if anything ever happens.
0: Are we making a promise? Are, you, are you trying swear. to pinky promise me Pink on camera?
1: Swear. I swear I'll haunt you. I swear I'll haunt you if you replace me. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but I do have my legs crossed. <laughs> okay, anyway. Whoa. Well, I'm sitting crisscross applesauce. <laughs> if there were ever
0: a metaphor to cover that entire hypothetical situation, Jeez. that would be it.
1: Just took it too far. <laughs> so, yeah, I just thought that was really weird and concerning. And this whole like online dating thing now is totally normalized. It's like a third of all relationships start online and there's there's no, they don't end quicker if they're online or anything. But the other thing with, online dating is that 70% of online dating participants are males and half of them admitted to only using it to hook up. They have no intention of starting a relationship. And I think when women resort to online dating, they're really looking for someone.
0: Really not. I think it'll depend on the, at least my understanding, having never used a single one of these apps is that they're, they're different and have a very well established precedent as far as what it is that the people on
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're on Tinder or something, you're probably just looking to hook up. And if you're on Tinder looking for a husband, you're probably on the wrong site. You need to go to like (sighs) FarmersOnly.com.
0: You know what's happened. You know what's happened.
1: Yeah. So the weird thing about the dating apps and the whole hookup culture of everything with the dating apps and all these men not looking for relationships is... Like obviously Tinder and stuff like that are getting pretty weird. But when you actually look at the nature of a dating (laughs) app, actually
0: not so obvious to me because I would have no idea. But go ahead.
1: But like when you're looking at a dating app, you know the whole swipe, 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 swipe. I'm
0: familiar with the concept. So
1: you're swiping through like a hundred women or a hundred men, and you're like, "Uh, funny nose. Uh, I don't like her hair." It's Uh, not even that. Like,
0: I will give you a a hilarious example of of. Here's as close as I've gotten to to Tinder is I remember being at a cop convention and I'm going to keep this guy completely anonymous because it wasn't somebody that I worked with, but the guy that I had basically partnered up with for this, uh, classroom session that we were going through at this work conference, had it on his phone and he's like literally looking at me, talking to me the entire time, just swiping, swiping, swiping. He basically made the point of like, Hey, I'm here in Reno. I'm trying to find That's
1: somebody what, to hang oh, out with. Oh, in Reno?
0: Yeah. In Reno. Was he married? We no, he wasn't married. He was a single guy. But um.
1: But he was just on a trip. Like, he was just there for the week. The
0: nonchalant nature with which he was just conducting his business, I was, I was like, wow. Jeez. You're on another level. I could yeah. never do that.
1: I mean, I guess if there's two consenting adults and they're on the same page, it's still super sleazy. But at least, like, there's an understanding. But I think that sometimes there isn't that understanding on both ends. But the other thing is, I've seen some of the pictures, and there's definitely some women that are, like, understanding why they're there. But... The nature of, like, swipe, swipe, swipe is so weird, and it goes back to that whole instant gratification. When else in the history of men have they ever had 100 women in front of them that they're like, swipe, swipe, swipe? Can you imagine, like, caveman, just like a rock to the forehead? As, a, swipe? Random, <laughs> as a random
0: peasant? Um, yeah,
1: you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I guess not. Like, But this is what I'm saying is why I'm making an argument for efficiency.
1: When we were 21, if we went to a bar and there were 50 – guys there and there were two that were decent looking i wasn't like swiping through everyone i was just you know like you were just happy that someone looked the same decent. type of
0: snap judgments are occurring when you go to your local watering hole or like the bar like you know we used to go out to when we were 21 casual. years old it's it, what i'm saying is it, it those same snap judgments are occurring but there's not an actual physical task to, to provide like an indicator to you of exactly what's happening but when we navigate the world or when you go out to your favorite bar at the age of 21 when you're scanning the room everybody's making those same types of snap judgments let's not pretend that you didn't do it too
1: i feel like people are way less judgmental in person when like the person's there and like it's not just a photo on
0: the surface maybe
1: maybe you're just a really judgy person no
0: i just think we all uh, if we're being completely honest and transparent (laughs) here we all make these types of of decisions uh and judgments on people on a constant basis right every time you run into a new face regardless of whether or not you know them you are analyzing whatever information they're able to give you and present on the outside and you're making a decision internally based on your own personal experience and interpretation
1: yeah but a lot of it in person is like they come up to you and maybe they're just have like this like god-awful voice or something they're like hey you know like and you're like okay or
0: like the nanny yeah you know what i
1: mean and so there's different things at play But when you're just swiping through pictures, you could swipe past somebody incredible that you'd be like an amazing match with because maybe you thought her nose was a little big.
0: But if it's not about that to begin with... you know, it is what it is. And then that, that guy or girl is probably on the wrong app.
1: Yeah, I know. I just, the whole like instant gratification and the instant, like the throw, it's kind of goes with throwaway culture. Like it's like not good Completely. enough, not good enough, not good enough. And that messes with your psyche as a young person. It
0: does. It's to, too much.
1: Yeah. Well, to just options. be like, no, 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 no. Right. You're, this you're one's not, okay. you're
0: dehumanizing them in the process. Yes. Yeah. You're looking at them as, as nothing more than a simple pleasure.
1: Yeah. You're judging them on one thing only, their sexy right. level, and that's pretty much right. it. I would do horrible on there because I'm not a sexy girl. Like, <laughs> five foot, 100 pounds. You're going to keep
0: it on uh, <laughs> farmersonly.com or. I better chris-
1: keep it on farmersonly.com.
0: SingleChristians.com or something like that.
1: <laughs> Could snap a rooster's neck with the swing of a, li- a wrist. <laughs> what was the
0: one that all the guys got in trouble for years ago? You remember that? Wasn't like like in, i was gonna say angie's list it's not angie's list
1: <laughs> no that's for you like know what i'm plumbers. talking about
0: there's a bunch of guys that were like trying to find mistresses online and, and a bunch of like celebrity oh, husbands yeah. and stuff came out or, or
1: that's how josh duggar got jammed up is that it really pervert. yeah that's how he got found out because he was hooking up with a while he was married yeah he was hooking up with the movie star and girl. then
0: was it hackers that got into it and released the list and Released
1: the list and it was right. like celebrities what was that? that was like 10
0: years or so ago now
1: right maybe yeah. a little less than that what was that called it
0: was not angie's
1: list it was not that that's it was for, something like that. So for like you know you need a drywaller
0: this is when we need the laptop nearby i know but yeah something interesting i got my out. phone i'm gonna look it up it's just i think again it's another one, one of those of those things where we're living in a time where it's it's an age of tremendous convenience and yeah and, you know an overabundance of opportunity and like it's not always a good thing
1: risk aversion
0: risk aversion if that you, as well yes. yeah if
1: you go up to if you went up to any of these women that you're like yeah I like this wound um you have a really high chance of them completely rolling their eyes and turning around and shooting you down so as does, a it, guy.
0: does it make sense to you then when you look at it especially from a guy's perspective that that you'd prefer doing this through some kind of electronic means,
1: yeah. Because like, if you like them, they have to like you back in order for it to be a match. Yeah, I know.
0: But look at the way I had to wine and dine you. Like this way, you're you're both on the same page from the start.
1: Ashley Madison.
0: Ashley Madison was that it?
1: That was the dating site. Ashley okay. Madison. Yeah, that sounds. I just yeah. sounds sleazy. It does. What a skeeze. But it was like
0: high class women, right? Quote unquote high class. Yeah, women. sure.
1: He's such a skeezer. Golly, yeah. Josh Duggar.
0: But yeah, I think it's just a natural evolution of things. When you when you present you know such convenience when it comes to those types of interpersonal human interactions that are that are very uncomfortable oftentimes especially for men yeah it makes complete sense to me that everyone's resorting to it
1: yeah guys used to have to cite themselves up and their yeah, buddies totally. had to be like come on do it just and now they're just like I can just like her and if she likes me back then there's a match we can start chatting but it takes away I think it takes away the the beauty of meeting someone and
0: it completely does yeah
1: and that. That fear and that excitement that you feel and all of that. I
0: guess I suppose because a lot of these relationships end up working out and doing very well. Yeah. A lot of people get married, have kids, go on to live very happy, successful lives. But I think a lot of, you know, trying to form that that bedrock of memories and good times would probably come in the dating process that would that would follow your use of whatever dating service you're you're choosing to use. So yeah. I mean, I guess in a weird way, like I said, I I I, I see it for being the more convenient streamlined option. Mm-hmm. I like, think
1: especially later in life it works when you just don't yeah. want to go out imagine, there to a bar.
0: Can you imagine dating? No. At this stage of the game no, in life? I wouldn't. Thank god we I have can. each other cuz yeah, I don't think <laughs> either one of us would fare very well.
1: No, no, we wouldn't. We're pretty quirky people too.
0: Especially now with where we are. Like what would you do? There's nothing. There's there's not like no. some place you'd go to try to meet somebody, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, just hire a lawn boy and call it good. Okay. No, I mean not just as look out at the window. I need someone to mow the lawn, Jeremy. Yeah. A big lawn.
0: I mean, speaking as a former shy guy, I, I hated going up to, to girls. And yeah, I mean, you, you do know.
1: <laughs> we wouldn't be married if I wasn't a yeah, go you, get em girl. You
0: initiated this whole thing. And even after we chatted and you gave me your number, I was still reluctant to, to call you because I remember, you know, trying to be as calculated as possible. And I didn't want to come across as being desperate anyway. So I was like, no, nah, I'm going to give this like 36, 48 hours you know, before I what, give her a call.
1: You know what women don't like? Not being called back. <sighs> If a girl gives you, like, so I told our boys if a girl ever gives you their phone number,
0: dating advice from mom,
1: call them back like that night. Like if they give it to you during the day, call them that evening. Don't wait. (laughs) because they gave you the phone number because they want you to call.
0: But see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Going back to Eli and overthinking everything. I remember that being my absolute thought process. And again, when you are both on the same page and you're both on some app and you both know what it is that you're looking for and, and what your personal background is, it makes complete sense that people want to go that route. I hated having to have these internal battles. Do I call her? Do I call her now? Okay, try to try to assume. The answer is
1: yes, you call her. You
0: you try to have a rough idea about (laughs) what this conversation is going to feel like and sound like ideally in your mind. And yeah, there's so many... Dating is so awkward.
1: It's so awkward. And it's so just fumbly and embarrassing. And it's so
0: fake- we yeah. all try to present these these idyllic versions of yeah. ourselves to the uh, you know that that, yeah. uh, that to your friends and family would be completely unrecognizable, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then slowly
0: we just chip away at, yeah. at that facade, and, and, and you
1: have to spend the next six months getting to know the real you, and, and that's love, and or a bad breakup. It's it only goes one one or the other, so yeah, it's like why can't I don't know? Maybe the whole online thing does do that. I just get a little concerned with the young people being so uh sub- just passing through people so quickly. Like it almost takes that humanness out of it. It concerns
0: me for our kids. Yeah. Because these kids nowadays are so awkward with their interactions as mm-hmm. it is because they've, they've grown up with so much uh, online.
1: Yeah. So, interaction. so the weird thing that I found out about this week, which I know this app came out like a couple of weeks ago, but it's called DG. It's a D I G I. I think it stands for like digital girlfriend or something. So mm. there's this app and it's called DG and it's for, Uh, emotional companionship and it's all AI and there's guys and girls on there, but you don't have to actually have a relationship. So I think it's like for these guys that are really successful and they want to, but they don't want like a girl nagging them. They don't want to have to answer to anyone. They don't want to have children. They don't want to share their money or their time.
0: The modern man.
1: Yeah. And same with women. There's women that don't want to share their money and their time. They don't want the pressure of having children. Yep. Um there's this app and it's there's there's been a few of them, but this is supposed to be the most advanced one. And they use the artist from or artists from Pixar where so that the characters look familiar mm. to people, which I found super creepy. Based on based on like they use the artist that drew Rapunzel, the so based on movie girl? characters
0: that are intended for children. Yeah. Okay. Disturbing. Keep going.
1: Super disturbing, right? Like, cause every yeah, guy apparently that. loves Pixar girls and they kind of modeled them after different ones. And apparently Pixar moms are a thing like the elastic mom.
0: <laughs> I, know, I know you're still delving into this, but so what does this, uh, what does this image or character, how do they present themselves? Is this, is this something that would be put into an actual like electronic being of some kind or does it just pop up on a screen? What?
1: Right now it's just like you're zoom calling them. Right. Okay. So it's like. But it starts out, you have to actually earn the relationship. So you get rewarded for the amount of time that you spend on the app. What if app. it
0: shuts you down? What if it's like, uh-uh. Oh, that'd no. be
1: horrible if AI shut you down. No, it's designed to like not do that. But Of it, course, that's what I'm saying. Apparently these girls can get like angry or they can have emotional things. But you come home, you can talk about your day with them. And then the more they talk to you, the more they get to know you, the more the better the responses are, the more intimate the relationship becomes. And there's a level, so you get like rewarded for getting like really intimate with these women and these cartoons, these fake AI images. And it's her. It's the movie it is, it's, her. As you're
0: describing it, it's completely her. It's Scarlett Johansson. And if yeah. you, I'll put a little something up of that movie, but it stars uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. And Scarlett Johansson is the hypothetical AI voice that, that basically. She's like Alexa. It. Yeah, absolutely. It's like Siri, um, yeah. which she has a great voice. So perfect actress to play that role. But uh, it's a very interesting story and it's coming to fruition.
1: Yeah. well, Here we the, are years later. A lot of the voices on DG sound like Scarlett Johansson. They definitely took a page out of the book of her.
0: She's got a great voice. Yeah. I will give it to her. She's got a fantastic voice as, as far as the female category. Was oh, like yeah. Amazing. Apparently guys like the Scarlett Johansson a great voice. voice.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I sound more like Betty Boop, but... That's okay. Olive oil. (laughs) (laughs) I love your
0: voice too, Mama. Hers is just different in a more you know
1: sexy way. I told you I'm not the sexy girl. I never was.
0: No, I just I think I think even most women would probably acknowledge that she's got a great voice. Yeah, it's perfectly gravelly and but but smooth. Okay,
1: okay. Moving on from Scarlett Johansson's voice. I'm gushing now. I'm gushing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Won't be getting her on the pod. So, (laughs) um, she's got like a lot of these. They're not princesses; they're just girls, but they have that same kind of voice. So you can pick different characters. There's like an adventure girl if you're like the adventurous hunting type. I don't see a lot of hunters sitting here talking to <laughs> AI, but you can. Never um, there's like an athletic one. There's um, like a goth girl. There's a gamer girl. So you can pick that, and then you can customize their hair color and eye color and all everything about them. Mm. And then they it starts out with talking, and then. You're dating, and then the levels go all the way up to soulmate. So you have to spend hours and hours and hours talking to this AI image. It's like a reach. Tamagotchi egg. Yeah. Right? You
0: remember those things? Well, I don't
1: think you have to feed it or it dies, You though. have to
0: feed it or it dies. You have to take care of it and hope that it grows and it yeah. hatches and everything. It's a Tamagotchi egg.
1: But how unhealthy is it that people are going to...
0: Extremely.
1: A hundred percent are going to fall in love with these AI beings, Extremely, bots. Extremely.
0: And, and I... I Completely expect that it will happen for the masses over a period of time.
1: Yeah, and how easy is that? Where it's like, well, I get to go home, and then I get to have this intimacy, and I get to have this perfect relationship with this girl that's never going to yell at me. She's never going to tell me no, I can't do something. She's never going to stop me from going here or there, or tell me I can't go out with my friend. She's never going to tell me to put the toaster away. You know, like all these little naggy things that a wife will do. This perfect sexy cartoon girl that just adores everything you do is never gonna do that, but she's always gonna be there
0: for you. But she only exists on a screen.
1: But she's not freaking real. No,
0: it's a sci-fi movie. It's crazy to think about, but we know look at how look at how vulnerable and and soft we all are when it comes to these damn devices. It's it's like they are it's dopamine. It's beyond dopamine. It's it's becoming ingrained within us to where we cannot live without them.
1: These are heroin. These make you completely, feel so good. You completely. get up in the morning and you're like, oh, you sit on the couch and you're like, my heroin. There's a video based on a it's study. It's so scary. I don't know who did
0: this study, but they sat to a, a bunch of adolescent kids from ages, like very young ages, mm-hmm. like toddler age, all the way through to like 21 years old. And they sit them in their, in a quiet room by themselves. Mm-hmm. And they, they ask them to pull their phones out, I believe, and stick it on a table next to them. And the amount of time that it takes for them to to grasp their phone is, is so interesting to see the way it unfolds but in the meantime when you can see the withdrawals occurring them getting itchy them them becoming very fidgety looking at the phone waiting for somebody to walk back through the door they don't want to get caught in the process it's really bizarre and it completely like
1: they can't not
0: it, you they cannot do it it's it's irresistible and that's the scary thing about technology as it exists today and and trying to assume where it goes tomorrow it's is we can't say no to the damn thing so if you're finding your companionship and all of your intimacy and all of that is being wrapped up into something that's electronic absolutely terrifying sci-fi movie but it's it's well we're on our way to the matrix i believe it
1: well it just adds to this whole isolation culture so it's gotten so much worse since 2019 like marriage rates and everything dipped way lower like if you look at the chart i mean it's been continually dropping from the 20s like it's marriage is down 60 percent from like 1950 it's crazy that's crazy that's insane but after 19 or sorry 2019 and then like the pandemic hit everyone was kind of locked in their homes and everything like that it went way down because i think a lot of people were like i don't really need to go out. i don't really and they lost that kind of they didn't want to do it anymore they
0: didn't view it as being a requirement mm-hmm. which is ridiculous because we all need that interaction um, yeah. do you think that there is a world or a time that exists in the in the relatively near future to where traditional marriage like like ourselves in the relationship that we have will, will almost be looked at as being archaic like a thing of the past like you know what you you're you're married to a fellow human being do you it do you happen. see that as being a possibility in like our kids lifetime
1: I think it could happen I mean if the trend continues the way it is now that I uh, stats say by like 1930, 1940, that 40%, I think it was by 1930, 40%, by 1940, 45% of women will be not married and childless and not even because they want to be, but because men have pulled out of the dating pool.
0: Do you agree that these technological advances will, will eventually lead to our 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 demise. It's kind of a heavy-handed word and term to use, but I think literally it'll eventually lead to the downfall of, of our society as we've come to know it.
1: I think it can lead to a lot of problems because like with marriage on the like falling mm. and with birth rates are falling like crazy. I know a lot of people believe the world is overpopulated. Good. I'm glad birth rates are falling. The reason it's a problem when birth rates fall is because when you have a country <laughs> with a bunch of people in it and then birth rates fall... Now you have all these older retirees up here that need to be taken care of on social security and and just in retirement in general as they age. And then you have so few people left to take care of them. It doesn't work. You can't have a declining population in any kind of successful country,
0: for sure. But what I'm saying is, I think we reach a point where people, on a day-to-day basis, on a moment-to-moment basis, their their preference will be to be spending time with a device or mm-hmm. something that is somehow electronically wired, as opposed to spending time with their loved ones, with their fellow mm-hmm. human beings. I completely see that as being. I think we're already real there. with a lot of I think people. so too. I remember watching old movies and we still do it now we watch an old movie from like the 80s and 90s and they show they, they show scenes that are occurring in these social settings and everyone's talking to each other or like sharing in drinks mm-hmm. or, or just conversing and, and like maintaining eye contact uh, with that would one never another happen now when you go to an, any again any public area public space and maybe we notice it more because we are so withdrawn with where we live and how we do things but every time we go into a shared public space and i'll look around and i'm like look at what's happening here everybody and this happened even back in the day when our kids were playing youth sports i used to tap you on the sideline Mm -hmm. at a given time and I, i would whisper to you look down the sideline right now and we would see every single parent looking at their smartphone rather than watching their kid play soccer we're
1: guilty of it too We have absolutely
0: become guilty of it. But back in those days, I didn't have a smartphone until 2016. I held out as long as I possibly could.
1: So we weren't guilty of it. And we were kind of judgy of it when we didn't have smartphones. But then once we got one of those little dopamine machines in our hand, now all of a sudden, we're just as bad.
0: 100%.
1: So, I mean, we don't do it at restaurants and things like that. But a lot of people do. Um, But I've been known to pull it out and when the kids are at the beach or something. And we were sitting there all day. I'll pull my phone out. And I shouldn't. Oh, yeah. Like, that's really what you, you shouldn't.
0: So to go back to how we started this, I said that I was working here in the shop, just getting things cleaned up or I was moving bales of hay outside. And I loved it so much. It was because I was taking in real life mm-hmm. to an extreme. I made sure that my phone was nowhere nearby. I wasn't listening to anything other than the wind and the few animals that are running around here making noises right now. I was staring at the mountains as the sun set. I loved being that checked into reality and being away from something that is skewing my, my and taking over my attention span in my brain I, I literally hate these things I hate ironically enough as people who are constantly posting themselves on the internet truth be told I actually hate the internet in a number of ways and I think that it is uh for lack of a better term I think it's I think it's evil I think a lot of what's on there is evil we've we've tried to use our presence online to do a lot of good and I think we have and I think that's that's a great thing and I wish more people did but at the same time I think these things take you away from your family it takes you away from remembering and acknowledging what's truly important it pulls you away from you know your own uh spiritual beliefs it can serve as a a means of of day-to-day torture with you know the decisions and the addictions that some people have there's online gambling now there are people with uh like sexual addiction who are are hooked to their phones
1: yeah it makes it way worse these
0: things are evil and if you look at the content that is available online it only seems to be more and more diabolical by the i mean from from day to day it's just getting yeah. worse we're circling the drains here
1: well i mean talking about things like porn addiction and stuff which is obviously made way worse with the internet like that adds to isolationism and things like that and yeah. that's been around for a while
0: and it leads to families falling apart it leads to there's there's dire consequences
1: so i just saw this whole reddit thread on is dg cheating
0: is what? oh the dg af- cheating like yeah, so 100%. if you
1: have an ai girlfriend that you talk to all the time on this intimate level but you're married is that cheating what do you think? I, oh man. I would say I would, yes. I would consider that like psychological cheating. Like that's like talking to another woman on not the Not only
0: psychological, but I think like you said, you're being intimate with, yeah, with another. Yeah, you're giving
1: yourself right. to a different entity, that even is, if it's not a person. That
0: is true intimacy. It's it's not a, a, a physical uh, thing. It's a true intimacy is knowing your partner better than they know themselves, better than anybody else on the earth knows them. That is true intimacy, that access that you get into <gasps> uh, who they are and what makes them tick. Mm -hmm. So to share that alternatively with an electronic whatever, as opposed to, you know, your, your, your spouse, I would 100% consider that cheating, or at least being a very serious issue that would Ah. need to be dealt with immediately. Just
1: the fact that it came up as a question on Reddit and people were like, no, no, that's not cheating because it's not real, but people treat it like it's real. And uh, like, where does that end? How does that relationship end up going? So now you've got some person who's totally isolated who's decided to give their emotional being and their heart to this, this AI program cartoon that looks like Rapunzel that isn't real Mm. and they fall in love with this thing. Where does that lead ultimately just to like complete psychosis? To the matrix
0: and everything that we've been talking about to, to the preference of wanting to spend more time in this virtual world as opposed to spending it here in reality with the people that truly matter to you.
1: Yeah. It's just like a totally different ethos of just like, I just want what I want and I want it right now. And I don't want anyone, I don't want to have to, um, it's like a bunch of sociopaths. It's like, they don't want to answer anyone. They don't want to compromise. Mm -hmm. They don't want to actually give themselves to, to another person. They just want to serve them.
0: It's It's evil.
1: It's a me, 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 serve me, give me what I want, but I don't want to serve others. Evil. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: It is, and it's sad that that's, uh, that seems to be the way. And, and we all seem to be susceptible of it. Again, I'm not trying to point the finger. These are all things that can suck. It's so intoxicating. It can suck any of us in. Like you said, there will be times where we should be paying attention to our kids or each mm-hmm. other, and instead we are looking at our phones for something that's that means Stupid, absolutely meaningless. nothing. Um, yeah, I hate it. Have you ever given any thought, because I've joked with you and the kids about this, to where when we are finally done, when we finally decide to make a, a decision for ourselves about like essentially retiring, I've literally pondered the idea of taking our Wi-Fi router and chucking it or sh- blasting it or eliminating it from our lives and never going onto the internet ever again.
1: We would have to go through like a like a withdrawal period. I think it most would,
0: people would nowadays.
1: Yeah. Like when we met Tom and Nancy Orr, they don't have the internet. Say, yes. And they seem just perfectly happy, content, plugging around like everyone did. Through all of time before, what, 2000?
0: <laughs> that was one of our big takeaways, right? When we were driving home after yeah. speaking with them, it was like, man, they, had, it's, they popped out of a time capsule. It was like, they're, they're people. They're still normal. Yeah, they're people <laughs> like we remember from when we were kids. Yeah,
1: they were, yeah.
0: They've never spent any time on the internet. That's a, that's a rare thing. I mean, I, I think you'd be very hard-pressed to find anybody who can make that statement, honestly, nowadays. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so fun to run into somebody like that because we're going to become you know these. When you and I are elderly, the way that that young people will speak of us, probably oh, yeah. living, you know, without the internet, will be it, it'll be it'll be very yeah. bizarre. No, we'll be, we
1: be like total weirdos. If Completely, we do that. yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, we're even our be kids will be like, oh, mom and dad don't know what's going on. Yeah.
0: They, we are we're already there. How often do we have to go to Nevada's help for something?
1: But I don't even know if you're going to be able to do that. In all honesty, I don't think like I don't think that dollar bills are going to be a thing anymore. I think we're going to have physical money. Mm. And stuff like that. I don't think you'll be able to even shop, make a doctor's appointment. I don't think you'll be able to do anything without, without the internet.
0: Yeah, without some know-how. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think uh, the thing that freaks me out the most is that our day-to-day experience, I think, will be so like virtually based. Mm-hmm. And again, I think people will choose it for themselves.
1: I hope that never happens with our kids, you know, where they're like, oh, they moved away and it's, they just like Zoom call us and it's like, oh, Christmas morning, isn't this great? And we're watching through a screen. That would just be horrible. I think it'll
0: get to the point that you'll have something, if you listen to people like Elon Musk, they're saying that, you know, you will have um, the, the ability and the means to basically live through somebody else's eyes. And live someone else's reality, whether it be by just closing your own eyes or wearing some kind of a device. Yeah. It's a scary thought and idea because again, how, how intoxicating is that idea? You get to be anybody you want at any given time.
1: They're talking about, it was Elon Musk talking about, did you hear him talking about that chip that they're designing? Yes, Yes, Neuralink. Neuralink, link where you can communicate without talking
0: telepathically yes
1: how creepy is that what if you're trying to lie and they know it like you <laughs> know like what if you don't want to tell someone something and like they're like no nah, i can i think just, the days i of, see what you're thinking i think
0: the days of transparency um or or having the ability to to refrain from like letting all your right. cards be shown i think i think that will that too will become a thing of the past
1: there goes poker forget it i
0: think you'll see some kind of an exposure uh, along the way to where we see such incredible technological advancement that in order to control the masses here's how crazy i am yeah no. That, that there will be things revealed about every single, mm-hmm. your, your, you know, your web browsing history from the time you were first on the internet mm-hmm. 25 years ago. I think everything will be laid out. Everyone will have a profile and everybody will have access to that. And that's just going to be put out there as a means of control. Yeah. I've that's a crazy I i looked up some really weird things. I'm sure you have, Mama. <laughs> we all have, but that's, that's, you know, that's the crazy. Some
1: of the things are like farm related, but if you didn't know why oh, yeah. I was looking oh, up certain yeah. things, you might be like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some animal searches in there that just don't <laughs> yeah. add up.
1: Yeah, no, I know. It's so funny.
0: Anyway, yeah, scary to think about. I don't know. I hope for our kids' sake, you know, life still looks somewhat normal.
1: It looks like 20, it's getting 30, weirder because speaking of Elon Musk, you see, like all the robots and stuff they're making. So mm-hmm. now they're making dating robots. So I think eventually things like the DG app with the girlfriend on the screen is going to become a dinosaur because people are going to be able to buy like rosies, you know, they're going to be able to buy right now there's like these sex bots and stuff like that, but they're going to become more intimate and they're going to become, they're more naturally moving. I mean, there's ones that we were seeing online and I was watching this whole thing on like these women that basically China made them, but they don't move very well, mm-hmm. but they look really realistic.
0: I think I've seen some of those. Yeah, Like the creepy. Meghan
1: Markle robot. I hate those things. It's so creepy. And uh, like Eli walked by when I was watching, he's like, those aren't real. Those aren't real women. And I was like,
0: no. It's hard to tell. And the fact that it's, it's become difficult to tell is troubling in yeah. my opinion
1: yeah it is it's really weird but if you can just buy one of those and now you can have like an a, a being that sits next to you on mm-hmm. the couch mm-hmm. why do why are people going to get married you can literally have the perfect wife or the perfect man but they're not i mean obviously there's reasons to get married um
0: <laughs> name them go ahead let me hear you rattle them off real it's quick.
1: Real. and there's so like no marriage is perfect and I think a lot of people want perfect instant gratification no risk at all can't get sick can't die yeah, like
0: it's it's not about perfection it's about appreciating appreciating the differences and the imperfections right we've we talked about how I feel like you make me more well-rounded and hopefully I do the same for you
1: yeah imagine if you just had like a total yes person all the time yeah, that no, never that was suck. like hey chill out
0: Suck. I mean it'd be kind of awesome but for the you most would part, become would
1: a monster. It would we just be, would. it would be
0: unfulfilling is, is yeah. the thing. Yeah. It'd be, uh, and yeah, everyone, it would get
1: old. everyone would become monsters.
0: It, yeah, you would. You have to be careful what you wish for, right? Like everybody always thinks that they know what they want. Mm-hmm. And I, I completely disagree. I think we all have these romantic ideas about what we ideally think we would want. But if, if, you know, given the chance to acquire it, yeah, I think it'd make us very miserable unhappy unsatisfied beings
1: oh absolutely i think it leads to a lot of misery and a lot of dissatisfied people but but even more so it just leads to the breakdown of society and the american family and um parenthood i mean people don't people don't want to have yeah
0: this is this is the basis and 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 foundation for faith right and
1: the beautiful journey that is life i mean life has hurts and ups and downs and joys and you take all of that away and you're just this numb being where everything's good and perfect. That's where we're going. The that's, that's the
0: sterile world and environment that people are trying to foster right now, especially yeah. here in our country, right? And you're right. I mean, I, I so appreciate, you know, we just had my dad on the podcast and, you know, we, there were things that came up that were very uh, significant to me as far as like the, the formation of who I am and, and, and going through my adolescence. And I value those experiences so, so much. I wouldn't change a thing. I would endure it and go through it all over again, but when you're in the thick of it, when you're in the muck, it's hard to remember that and, mm-hmm. and and remind yourself that, no, there will come a day where I will be actually appreciative for where it is that I currently find myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I just, I want to think that all of this is just smoke and mirrors, but when you start looking at the the actual numbers, I mean, you can look up the just the marriage chart. It's just like, whoosh. I mean.
0: Crazy times we're, yeah. we're headed toward.
1: Yeah, and it's just I think we're just telling all of our young people to be selfish and to be self centered and to have all of these things that they have to have checked off before they get married, before they have children. And people are starting really late now. A lot of people aren't even looking for marriage till they're 30. And if people don't even start looking for marriage till they're 30, by the time you get married, women, all of a sudden the biological clock starts ticking. And so now your average woman's only having, like, two kids, if even two kids.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I mean, if that's your personal genuine desire, no, I have no problem with that. I just think, yeah. I, 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 there's I,
1: nothing wrong with having two kids. I mean, you didn't me really finish. <laughs> but I, I know
0: you're getting it. Go yeah. Ahead. yeah. So, like,
1: people used to be having five kids. That was average. Yeah. And now they're having two kids. So Back in just, what era?
0: Because you cited this earlier today. This, 90s, was, this was
1: like in the... 30s, 40s? This was like in the 50s. The oh, average yeah. family was five kids. Yeah. I so mean. now that it's two, it just leads to, like... Our population in the United States is literally declining, and it's a huge problem for people our age or for our parents' Not really our parents' age. Is it declining? It is, yeah.
0: Nationwide? On just an annual basis? Well, I mean,
1: who knows with like immigration and stuff now? Oh, yeah. But that's kind of, it skews the numbers. But as far as like Americans (laughs) having children and like the, that's actually declining, yeah. The world Hmm. population is declining, which is kind of crazy. But yeah, it's just a...
0: Almost as though there's something more going on. So.
1: Mm. yeah i don't know it's just it's just kind of weird people just don't value the same things that they used to value now it's all about success and me and fill yourself and yeah buy a house and have a bunch of money and and i think ultimately that doesn't lead to happiness later in life it doesn't
0: i think i think it's hard to it's e- very easy to be pessimistic on it and focus on all the negative stuff especially with the uh, online shenanigans as you and i both know but um yeah, I just I think we have to just remain optimistic and trust that, uh, you know, we're being our families being provided with uh, the proper guidance to to ensure that, that things turn out OK for the Sousa family. At least that's mm-hmm. the hope. Right.
1: Well, and the good news for Eli is since <laughs> he's definitely going to be a go getter that is going to approach women, he's got really good odds because by the time he starts approaching women, they are going to be so dang happy that a, <laughs> a human male came up and asked for their phone number. He's just going to like it. Yeah, they're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, I haven't been approached in a year."
0: What's gonna come of the the art of like the pickup line? What's gonna happen with that?
1: I don't it's gonna lose its value. I know. They'll be like, "Do you remember when our parents had pickup lines? Like they were such barbarians." Like I wonder if they... I don't would- think
0: I ever used pickup lines. I think I was always a very straightforward, like, "Hi there."
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> what you doing?
0: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you busy right now? <laughs>
1: I remember I was in the elliptical machine. You were like elliptical machine, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a good choice.
1: I was like, yeah. <laughs>
0: I would have gone treadmill myself, but you know, clearly you're more bold than I am.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was how I uh, showed off for you.
0: All right, fun times. you want to start winding this down?
1: Yep, yep. So yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting, but I don't know if anyone wants to get creeped out. Look Weird up times. The DG app
0: this new world that we're living in yes i'm in a goofy mood i had a weird day today a lot of work um i'm beat down i'm I'm actually yeah
1: you just need a hot shower night night
0: i i do need some rest i I can feel it there's just a lot of uh a lot of plowing <laughs> a lot of plowing the fields today um plowing the driveway and stuff moving snow around and then just getting things squared away for the animals i'm just i'm beat i'm burnt i can feel it so yeah let's wind us down
1: yeah well then you go inside and talk to rapunzel on the screen or we can go inside and i can make you do stuff like you know. Pick up your clothes, and <laughs> this is why no one wants those wives, those real wives. It's exactly
0: why this is happening. This right is why here, this is happening. I'm getting a live uh, example. <laughs> just joking. It's occurring right now. Okay, uh no, Chip and Joanna this week. Uh, hopefully know. next week. Maybe yeah, next week. Maybe
1: next week. We'll see. I think they were just busy this week.
0: Probably not next week.
1: Well, you, you never know.
0: Maybe the week after that, though.
1: Yeah, I bet the week after.
0: All right. Um, Appreciate you guys being here. Thanks thanks to you once again for uh, watching and listening. I'm definitely tired. Um, We will be back next week with another episode. Until then, you guys take care. Stay safe. And uh, let's pray we all get through this cold spell together. I know we're not the only ones getting it. So uh, let's pray that our animals make it through. And you guys all take care of yourselves out there. We'll see you next week.